Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Lounging with Leash. I am so excited to be back. Hopefully, you all notice the immense upgrade that we have received in terms of the audio of this podcast and video because <clears throat> Homegirl got a brand new mic stand. I've actually had this mic and I just haven't been using it, so that's stupid. Um, but figured out how to do it with like a modern swivelly guy stand and um this other cool uh alien looking thing thanks to in part by productive learning one of the sponsors of my other podcast conscious girls drink champagne so lounging with leash also benefit benefits um but today on international women's day we are celebrating one of my favorite women. I was going to say women's with an S that's weird, but, um, so today I want to talk about K York city or, um, California, her lesser known Instagram handle, Miss K K Brown. And she is incredible because here, here's what I know about K and I'll just launch right into it. So she, when I found her, I think I found her through batches the media company. And she was one of the hosts of The Bachelor. And if you know me, you know, I love The Bachelor. And The Bachelor was a podcast that broke down episodes of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette from, you know, an honest person's perspective and was really fun and entertaining. Derek used to be a co-host with her, Derek from one of the seasons, I can't remember which one at the moment, but they were a good dynamic and he offered the male's point of view and she offered the female's point of view and the banter was good and they giggled and they used to do little songs about popcorn, the little uh, popcorn sponsor and they'd have these little different segments and I really kind of just like became um, enamored, if you will, with Kay during that time and then she had also kind of like shared about her individual life on the podcast because, you know, that's what people tend to do. And what ended up happening was she went through a breakup. Uh, I want to say it was like right before the pandemic ish, like pretty close and which, you know, breakups are always difficult, but um, I would imagine, I mean, I've had my own struggles with pandemic stuff, but uh, during that time is especially difficult because, you know, you're not supposed to be seeing anyone and all that. And you're like, uh, okay, now is the time I need support most from my friends and whatever. And I literally am not supposed to see anyone. So she, um, she's really like great at chronicling reality. Right. And I think that a lot of people on the internet are really good at putting out what, we think everyone wants to see and myself included. I mean, sometimes I like to post about fun and exciting things. So if you, you scroll through, you know, my posts or whatever, you think like, Oh my God, like her life is perfect. Even though, I mean, no, I don't do that, but you know what I mean? Like, I think everyone has a little bit of that. Um, But what I really admire about her is that she keeps it so, so, so real. Even like at one point, during all of the craziness that was 2020, there was, she lived in New York at the time and like the fireworks were going off nonstop for 
I don't even know how long in the middle of the night for months. And, you know, she talked about and posts about her struggles with insomnia and struggling to sleep with the fireworks. And she'd post it like three in the morning. And it's like this weird sense. And me being in California, we had a little bit of that at the state's capital where it's like, you know, I'm sure in her head, she's probably like, I wonder if people care about this, but we really do because there's this comfort in knowing that other people are struggling too, which sounds like maybe that sounds bad, but like in the sense that like, you're not alone and maybe my sleep issues weren't fireworks, but mine were, you know, my own thoughts keeping me awake and what have you. So I would wake up and see like multiple posts from Kay also struggling with sleep and be like, yeah, girl, me too. And the fact that she would still do her podcast and still post about creative ways to find, you know, um, hangouts with your friends. And she did a dating show with, uh, his, his handle is fat Carrie Bradshaw. I'm not calling him that. Um, and he's also incredible. And he, um, and her did a, a dating show. Oh my God. The name is not coming to me right now, but basically after, um, she had, Oh, the feeling is ritual. That's what it is. So she had come up with it the, or they had come up with this idea that, you know, we, this was back when like the bachelorette was paused. We weren't getting new content. Everyone was like, what the hell are we doing with our lives? They were creative and they created this online virtual dating show. And fat Carrie Bradshaw was the host and Kay had these virtual dates and everyone got to watch on Instagram live. And it was so fun and really exciting to watch. Some of the guys would like send her wine for the dates and like she would share behind the scenes of like getting ready for the dates. And she ended up choosing somebody and they went on an actual date in real life. And it was really fun to watch. And I just really admire kind of like how she is real and shares herself, but then also is like pressing forward, being creative, coming up with new ideas and kind of like rolling through this pandemic, like struggles and all. And one of the other things too is, um, so she moved to LA in the middle of the thing too. Like, I think she felt, I'm speaking on her behalf, like I know her, (laughs) you and me girl. Um, but she moved to LA in the middle of the pandemic. And when I say in the middle of it, that's just basically like now onward. Right. I don't know. But so I think she felt like her time in New York was kind of like closed chapter, like wanting something fresh and new and LA. She has a lot of friends out there. So she moved to LA. I've been following her journey. She got a cute little like blue mini Cooper and um, she does like, oh my God, it's like it's like watching one of your girlfriends go out to dinner. You're like, oh, I wish I could come. She like goes and eats this delicious food and stuff. Now that LA, I think restaurants are starting to open back up for the 17,000th time. And anyways, so it's just really fun to like follow her journey. And um, now she works for Gap. She left Betches and is, um, I can't remember the title, but like some great title media, social media person for Gap, which is really cool. And a lot of people, I've said like, oh, now I follow Gap because Kay works there. And that is totally me. Like they have like the old school sweatshirts with the big lettering come out. I'm like, I oddly really want one of these now. Um, 
so that's really cool. And she's still doing the bachelor podcast. So if you love the bachelor, I strongly encourage you to listen. It's really fun. Now, um, Derek has since left, but they have, um, fat Carrie Bradshaw is co-host with her now. And so is Jared Freed, who, you know, I also really love. So the three of them are really fun. Like, and sometimes, I mean, I watch most every episode, but if you don't get around to watching the episode, it's a really fun way to hear what happened without actually having to sit through it. Because if I'm going to be honest, like this is an aside, but the women tell all, I, I quite frankly, I turned it off because it's just so much negativity. Like I've started to notice myself, like, unfortunately some shows have been ruined for me because if I start getting, I start feeling like negativity and like anger and whatever, watching a show it's like why would I bother watching this it's just making me feel gross and so that's what happened during the women tell all and I was like I don't want to go bed go to bed angry go bed angry you know um so I just like listen to their recap and it's a lot more fun and way less stressful that was like Vanderpump I want to love that show and for a period of time I did love that show and then I realized though after watching like three or four episodes in a row last summer or whenever it was I'm like, this is actually making me anxious, like literally much making me anxious. So I'm like, Oh, well, um, I, I think I should like pay attention to what is coming into my body or into my ears, into my world, because that totally affects my mood. And I don't know if this is just me or like depends on your personality type or, or just anyone in being who is a human. But I was listening to um, Nick Vial's podcast and he had a guest on who was one of the proponents or she's built a business off this thing called the human design, which is pretty interesting. I think it's like a another version of astrology to a certain extent where um, based on where you were born in the world and at what time and day or whatever, you have certain personality traits and things that are particular to your <laughs> energetic force or some shit. So anyways, the lady that was on was talking about how some people are either emotional or non-emotional and it's like 50, 50 supposedly. And what that means is in her mind was that the people who are emotional or sorry, non-emotional are very receptive to receiving the emotions of others. And at first that sounds kind of like cool and interesting, like, yeah, I'm sensitive and I can feel other feelings. But the problem with being a non-emotional is that you can very easily take on the emotions of the other person without necessarily realizing like that that's happening. And if you don't have the awareness to know that, oh, that person is upset, and that's why I'm upset right now. You can just create this kind of like snowball effect of like, huh. And I, and I was thinking about that. And first of all, I don't even know if I believe in this construct because, you know, the other way around is that, you know, and I could be screwing this up, but the other side of the coin is if I'm the emotional one and I can't pick up on the emotions of others and I'm just the one who's doing the feeling or whatever, it kind of sets it up for this like dichotomy of like, so I don't ever feel my own emotions. I just feel other people's that like doesn't really make sense to me. I think that most people are probably a mixture of both depending on the situation. Um, but I really was thinking about that where it's like, 
you know, she made the example, like most people or not most people, sometimes like you could wake up like the non-emotionals and we'd just be feeling like pretty much like it's a day, like, and until something happens from another individual or person that affects your mood, that's how you get swayed throughout the day, as opposed to like an emotional person that wakes up and is like grumpy or wakes up and is sad or wakes up and feels cranky or whatever. And so I thought that was curious because if I had to bucket myself, I'd probably say I was the non-emotional, which doesn't really make sense um, because I would always thought that I had, um, at least in my later years, I was thought I was the more emotional person um, because I do have big emotions, but I think it is usually always in um, response to the outside world and having the pandemic happen, um, where I'm spending whatever, 95% of my time alone or something crazy like that. Um, I think that I, I would definitely put myself in that non-emotional bucket where like the vast majority of the time I'm fine. Um, once I got through all the craziness at the beginning there, and then it's the outside world and outside people that bing, bing, ping pong me, um, around in emotional land. And so this is turning into like a different type of podcast now, but anyways, my point being recognizing what I put into my body and my mind and what I'm looking at and listening to and all those things affect my mood. And I would probably imagine that happens no matter what bucket you're in, or if you even believe in that whole non-emotional, emotional business. So anywho, um, with KR City, circling back, that lovely phrase, circling back. Um, I think that she is one of those things where it's like the realness, the, uh, but with this always sort of like a positive kind of like slant where it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep dating and yeah, I'm going to be real about how it is, but also like, I'm still going to put on my makeup and I'm still going to do badass TikTok reels or whatever they're called. And I'm still going to go out and have fun with my friends. Like that part really resonates with me because it's not all like doom and gloom and like, you know, some social media accounts and memes can be so negative. I don't follow those too. So it's like, yes, there is this like sense of life is shitty right now and blah, blah, blah. But in the grand scheme of things, we still have to find ways to be creative and still feel important and feel valuable. And I think she's just a really great example of that. And so much so, so, so one of the, this is like, I'm like fangirl, which is like embarrassing, but um, she created this other page called California, which is so cute. And that was like her, her backup page for like, she wasn't going to change her handle. But so like, I think that like her real, like intense fans follow both. Anyways, so she did a like cooking thing one day where like she got one of those like HelloFreshes or something and cooked uh, in her apartment and went live on the California one. And so people joined in and could just like ask her questions or whatever. And to me, like, and Kay, if you listen to this, thank you. And secondly, um, it was just really cool to feel like connected with someone who's a similar life stage. I'm pretty sure we're like the exact same age. Um, or no, I think you're younger than me. But anyways, I'm going through very similar things, figuring out life, figuring out 
dating and also still navigating the career and life moves and friend moves and changes and this and that. So it felt like it, like it legitimately feels like she's like a friend and I, I do like, and she'll respond to messages sometimes. So I just really appreciate someone out there who's doing them. And, and it just feels like, you know, it lands really well. And so anyways, I appreciate that. You guys should follow her. It's K York city, K A Y York city, and then, or California. Um, but yeah, she's, she's a badass. And today it was, um, it's international women's day. And I like tagged her on my Instagram because, um, it just, it just feels like a day that like, we need to lift each other up, you know, and it's oddly emotional for me because it's like, um, my journey has been, my journey has been, um, an interesting one with women in general that like, I think growing up, I had more of like a complicated relationship with women. Meaning, um, if you asked me, I would have said I was more of like a, a guy's girl or like a tomboy. And, um, you know, I mean, I had good girlfriends, but it was, there was a lot of like, uh, churn, if you will, the business term, like, or, um, rollover in the sense of like, I'd have like someone really close for a while and then we'd fall off and then another person and then we'd fall off. And, um, I never really had that like consistent best friend presence besides just like a few people. And even then I'd, I don't know if I felt like it would ever be consistent. That was my thing, I think. And I'm learning about this relationships in general, like my fear of things changing or ending would keep me from feeling the closeness and the togetherness in the current state, because I was always anticipating this fall. Right. And so I probably have lost friends that way because, you know, something would happen and either I would shut them out or they would shut me out or whatever, because, um, I was like, well, it's going to, you know, subconsciously it was like, well, it's going to end at some point anyways. Um, so it wasn't until, um, actually a co a coworker turned best friend of mine that said like, Alicia, like, I'm not going anywhere. Like you're in my best friend's circle now. And that's forever, whether you like it or not. And I was like, Hmm, what do you, what does this mean? What do you mean forever? Hmm. This is weird. And she knows this. And I've told her the story that like, when she did that, it really kind of like kind of shattered. It might be a dramatic word, but it changed my view on women in relationships that like someone could say that and mean it. And, you know, she's still one of my best friends. This was probably 10 years ago. So it's just kind of wild to think that, um, you know, I just would have, I want this for every, for everyone. I would want women to feel like they have women, best friends and we can support each other. And I love the idea of, um, you know, women supporting other women that there's room for us all and that one woman's success does not take away from the other person's success, the other woman's success. Um, and I really do think that like, you know, the stupid phrase, it's like a rising tide floats all boats or something like that. I do think for women, that is the case. And um, the more we can lift each other up, the better. And so I thought what better way to celebrate Women's Day than with a badass woman herself 
um, K York city. And, um, I thought I had one other thing to say about that rising tide thing. Um, yeah, just to, uh, celebrate today with your girlfriends or, you know, tagging your favorite accounts or whatever, send that nice note to whoever you love, because, um, yeah, it's, it's just like a, oh, that's what I was going to say with Kamala Harris, like the idea that no matter your political stance, I feel like seeing a woman in such a high ranked power or role in our country, uh, I mean, maybe some women would be mad at that, but I would like to believe I live in a world where most women see that as progress and that her getting that honor and earning that honor is progress for all of us, that anything is possible. Like, I mean, I found a thing I wrote in, uh, I think fifth grade, I think it was 10. I was really my peak. I feel my prime. I really loved fifth grade, but, um, (laughs) I had written something like I wanted to be the first female president. And I remember that being a thing, like everyone in my class knew that. And I wrote down, um, I, I want to be, I want to be president and I want my best friend, Jenna, to be vice president, but of course, only if she wants to be it. (laughs) And so it's just kind of crazy to think that literally that could be possible now. Um, Obviously we haven't had a president yet, but we've had a vice president now, which is like gnarly because I, but I guess, I guess, I mean, I believed it back then, but um, as I got older, I guess I'm, I don't know if I got more, um, more jaded or if I just, you know, found out more about politics and realized that was not for me, but yeah, I do. I do think I got to a point where I was like, I'm not sure if, if this is going to happen in my lifetime, which is kind of sad, um, a sad place to be. So I'm so happy with the progress we've made. I know we have a long way to go and, I just am excited to be on the upswing of things in terms of like the vaccine coming out and people kind of like feeling like there's somewhere to go, there's somewhere to be, there's forward momentum. And anyways, I'm just rambling now, but yeah, thanks for listening. Kay, you're a badass. We appreciate you and we love you and keep keeping you and I'm so grateful that you decided to put all your stuff on Instagram. Thank you. And um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Thanks for lounging with Leash and we'll, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Cheers.